Hello, everyone, and welcome to the TopGlitch.com Entertainment Podcast. I know it's been a while since, since we have been on air, but we're back with a new panel. I am your host, the media mogul, Giovanni Russo, owner of TopGlitch.com, and I am joined here by friends of the show, Jay Love from Dallas. Is that right? Yes. Okay. Um, and Chris from ATL. How are you both doing? I'm great. Ah, sound uh, lively. Um, you know, I want to start things off with Caitlyn Jenner, um, arguably the most known transgender right now. In a recent interview with The Breakfast Club, uh, rapper Waka Flocka, said he feels that she's promoting evil in her presence on television with her uh, new uh, docuseries, I Am Kate, is wrong and shouldn't be. Um, he said she's been denouncing God and that basically it's people like that who are causing young boys to be afraid to be men. Uh, Jay, I know that you weren't really a fan of this topic, but um, how do you feel about Caitlin and what Waka Flocka said about her? Well, I'm not really here for Caitlyn Jenner at all. I've had her number since day one, but who is Waka Flocka again and what is he doing? Oh. I just want Say to that again. Who is Waka Flocka and what is he doing again? Because I haven't seen, He's I running haven't for president, president remember? <laughs> okay, yeah, okay. Okay, well, that's all I need to know. Yikes. I, I, I take it you're not a Waka Flocka uh, fan. Okay. No, not really. He was uh, he was boring and on Love and Hip Hop Atlanta. His music isn't really not all that. And now he's just trying to get, get in some headlines, I guess, by talking about a controversial topic. I don't know. All I know is, okay, even even though I'm not going to call say what she's doing is evil on TV, but, like, all these homophobic rappers need to just be quiet and go somewhere. You sound stupid. Yeah, I mean, I, I at least respect the fact that you said um, that you're not here for Caitlyn or not really supporting, but you're not going to call the lady um, evil. <laughs> I mean, that's. Probably well, no in certain aspects, she made in certain aspects she is, but not for her TV show. I yeah, I. I'm talking about that. I'm talking about that. Man, taking her manslaughter thing she pulled and decided she's just gonna pay off somebody and get rid of it, like just make it just the whole thing disappear. Like she didn't care about how she killed somebody. Oh yeah, um, Caitlyn did just run someone over. And so it was. I mean, there were issues was, of. Uh, I mean, they were talking about she could like do life, and did that. I don't think that came up on the show. By the way, I did not see it. I did not watch a single episode. I wanted to. Uh, I just it, it didn't happen. But um, I don't think it was talked about. I never heard. About I thought that was one of giving, his kids. I didn't know that it was. It was him. See what I'm talking about? He paid to have it disappear. Wow, because I've seen in the I mean, that's what I was, was afraid of. No, it was, was, um, it was her. She was the one that was in the accident. Yeah. I'm trying and what amazes me is that people are so bandwagoning on on Caitlyn and just trying to find so many excuses that they, like they even are keep bringing up Brandy and what happened with Brandy. And it's like that's not even the same situation because Brandy was an accident. Caitlyn was well, not. Brandy can't drive. Accident. Period. But. But see, now, uh, Brandy showed remorse. 
I mean, she actually, she had something on it. She showed remorse, and, I mean, she didn't work for a little while afterwards because, I mean, well, naturally, that's what happens when you kill someone. I mean, right. you should you should feel bad about it. And, and I mean, and, and Caitlin has not slowed down whatsoever. After that happened, doesn't it doesn't seem to have phased her, like, it, at all. That's like psychopath behavior. Um <laughs> in my so, in my opinion. So yeah, I have, um, I have I've been at Caitlyn's from 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 day one. So I mean, people are just now finally starting to see her for what she is. But I'm like, y'all, this is why I don't bandwagon. I have my own mind. So. Now, Chris, how do you how do you feel about Caitlyn? I mean, do you think that Waka like went a little far? I mean, he went as, as far as saying that young black boys are afraid to be men um, okay. as well because of people like her. Um, do you think there was any truth to it? Did he go too far? Um, I think, I, I definitely think, like, you know, Caitlin or Bruce or whoever has, you have a, everything that, you know, we, we look at and hear and stuff, it has an impact on us. And, I think that for public television, I don't think that would be, like, the best move. Like, I'm not trying to shoot nobody down or anything, but I I don't know. I don't know. The only thing I know about Caitlyn, for real, for real, is when I see the little commercial pop up when I go on demand. But I did watch I did watch Walker's, um interview with The Breakfast Club, and I will tell you, I was hella surprised because I didn't even think that he spoke, he spoke very, like, intelligent. It kind of shocked me for a second. I don't know if he's doing it for publicity or anything like that, but um, I don't know. I, I, have to, I have to agree on Jay's comments, like, Walker who? Because, I mean, you came out, you came out the woodworks out, out of nowhere. And here you go talking about, I mean, you basically might, might as well be the next Malcolm X. Okay. Now, see, I, I was trying to find out why he, was on, why he was on there. I didn't hear him mention that he was promoting a single or something like that. That's what I was looking for. I didn't see any mention of it, why he was on there. I guess, Well, the best you know, club he's, is pretty random. They always have the most random people for literally no reason being interviewed. So that's the best club. Right. I mean, and generally, you do press junkets, and, I mean, there's, you generally have something to promote, like you're working on something. Uh, He's in, like, troll territory right now. I mean, don't just go around, in my opinion, just wasting press just for the freaking sake of it. Um, Be actually doing something. Um, So I, I did feel that, I mean, maybe he's hurting for work right now, hence him running for president. Uh, allegedly, <laughs> which he was uh, inconspicuously absent from the the last two debates. Maybe he'll be. Maybe he'll be on the next one. I don't know. Um, I don't know. But I will say that. Well, what I do know is I will be running for president as well, and I would really appreciate it if y'all voted for me. I don't vote for president at all. Wow, this is this is a big. Um, this is a big announcement, you know, yeah, and, yeah. and for me, you know, it's it's going to depend on, like, what party you'll join. So take well, a moment to think about it. <laughs> I don't want to be I might try party. to persuade you afterwards. I'd rather be independent. I don't want to be a part of no party. 
I definitely will vote this time around, though. Anything to get Trump out of office. But anyway. <laughs> um, okay. Um, that's fair. And lastly, yeah. Rock has been arrested for having illegal guns, uh, various drug charges. Um, so in my opinion, I think that he's setting a bad example for little black boys who don't want to aspire to do, to be anything in life. So, uh, hot meat kettle. But anyway. You know what? It's, it's kind of funny that you said that too. It was kind of funny that you said that too because he, t- he went around and said what he said about Caitlyn. And then when, I can't remember if it was Charlemagne or, or what's the light skinned one's name? Envy. Um, Envy. I don't know if it was Charlemagne or Envy that said, well, here you are rapping about guns and drugs and all that other type of stuff. And he was just like, yeah, and I'm going to keep on doing it. Yeah, but, you know, he's just like Oh, that was, um, no. That was Young Thug. <laughs> I, I think. I mean, you're talking about the other interview? Um, I think I'm, that talking about you interview. I'm talking about Walker's oh. interview. I'm talking about interview. Yeah, but remember, he's just like his mom is that Batney. That Batney is a huge hypocrite, and she is definitely the definition of pot called the kettle black. <laughs> like, if you remember, I think about Atlanta's reunion season when Joplin whooped everybody's ass, and she had a nerve to say, everybody should get mandatory drug testing going on around here. And I'm like, well, your son passed that drug test? Well, everybody else on the cast passed that drug test since we're going in on Joplin so hard? And, like, when she had that no, no reckless internet posting thing going on, no RIP, it's like, you promote rappers who are always talking reckless, on the internet, I mean, you promoted Nicki Minaj, who is the ma- one of the main Twitter bullies. No, she, she definitely is. And, I mean, You're a huge Clint made a bit of a point when she mentioned about, you know, drug testing everyone. That may be true. You know, I mean, I've, I've been through this politically. Yeah, but, she uh, for, but she, when she said that, she was thinking about only Jocelyn. She wasn't thinking about anybody else on the cast. She was thinking of only uh-huh. Jocelyn. Like, obviously, it's like, your son you ain't going to pass that either. Um, Mimi's not going to pass that. Erica Dixon won't pass the ball. She probably will, but Scrappy definitely won't pass that. We've seen that all over the show. So, I mean, it's kind of a, a, mute, a, mute, a mute subject. I mean, if it's, it's not going to happen, they're not going to do it. Because clearly, I mean, you know, having folks on, on drugs is I good for television. I'm how, how much of a hypocrite she is. That's the only point I'm trying to make. Now, um <clears throat> Also wanted to mention that uh, you know Caitlyn's ex-wife, which is uh, a bit weird saying that, Chris Jenner uh, revealed on weird. paper radio that she does not call Caitlyn by her name, and I am pretty sure that uh, you know the transgender community may not like that, but she said that it's it's also it's it's strange. I mean, and she doesn't have anyone else to talk to about it. How many people? got divorced and their spouse or significant other decided to change their sex. Um, so, and instead of calling her, I don't know, something else, I don't know, instead of Caitlyn, she calls her, or instead of saying Bruce, just Jenner. Um, do you think that is, is disrespectful? Should she no, um, no. on the Caitlyn bandwagon? No, I don't, I don't think, think so. Exactly. No, I mean she's been married to him for all types of years, and right. so obviously she's not going to just start calling him something else. I mean, right? I may call like, you. Okay, yeah, I, 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 I do think that she's going to like eventually get there, um, but it's weird. I mean, and they're they're a crazy family any damn way. 
So, I mean, give her a chance to grieve because I'm sure it is a grieving process. I mean, she said that she was um, she was afraid to uh, to meet Caitlin at first. I mean, she was she brought Kim along with her, and they she wouldn't get out of the car for a minute. You know, she uh, left Kim behind, I guess, for moral support in case something happened. I don't know. Um, <laughs> so may, maybe she'll come around. But I realize that humans, I don't necessarily beat up on the Kardashians all the time, Kardashians and Jenners. Um, I mean, hopefully they'll be able to, you know, come to some understanding and be able to co-parent for the remainder of, I guess, the next 12 months or so before Kendall is is 18. And then she doesn't have to look at uh, <laughs> Caitlyn anymore. The hell with you. Did she just turn 18? Yeah, she did. Wait a minute. No. That was Kylie. Uh, Kylie I mean, is 18. Yeah. Yeah, Kendall is, isn't she younger? Yeah. Kendall's the younger one, I think. I don't know. Please tell me I'm right. Someone. Wait, no, because I think you're – no. Who's the one that, that that the rapper's dating? Who's Tiger dating? The Tiger's Kylie. with Kylie. Yeah. Okay. And I thought she was the older one. No, Kylie is the younger one. Kylie just turned 18. Oh, well then, you know, Chris, the hell with Caitlyn. She doesn't have any reason to deal with her. That's not nice. I wish those two a happy, bizarre relationship that I'm sure they're going to have in the future. Now, um, moving along, uh, the Bobby Christina saga is still continuing on with the aunt Leola Brown. She told Inside Edition, she bluntly put that the death was an inside job. And I quote that Nick murdered Bobby Christina. And when Nick gets arrested, everything will fall like dominoes. Now, I don't know about you all. I mean, if someone went on television and on video decides to call me a murderer, boom, automatic lawsuit. <laughs> I'm sorry, you you just don't do that. Um, I think it's pretty far fetched to uh, to claim. I mean, what's not really far fetched uh, to say that uh, Nick might have done it. I mean, Bobby Christina was doing drugs. That so was pretty clear, uh, pretty evident by her wearing two different shoes uh, in pictures, um, and you know, wasting away that they're practically. Nothing it seemed at one point, um, but those who do illegal drugs, I mean, you are involved with possibly shady figures, and there's a lifestyle that kind of comes along with it. Um, so I feel like in dealing with those characters, that anything could have happened. I don't know. Um, I haven't done anything before, and if anyone else has on the panel, uh, let's not announce it here. <laughs> But um, I, I do think that it's a possibility. I mean, he, he could have could have been a pusher of hers. I don't know. I mean, the spouse is always um, suspect number one. But uh, how do you all feel? Um, Jay, I'll start with you. What, what do you think about um, Leola Brown saying that Nick Brown just definitively killed her? Okay. <clears throat> well, you know, I saw that whole interview that she did, and I agree with everything she said aside from Nick Gordon. Because I don't think that he did anything. I think he was just her enabler. Mm-hmm. Like, he did the drugs with her and, you know, he mm-hmm. was all that. Like, I don't think he actually 
murder her. Mind you, if, if him, you, th- you think that he should come out and say that he didn't or sue her? We don't know, like, how he's going to handle the situation. We don't know if he's handling it right now. He's decided not to tell the public what he's doing right now. Because, I mean, if he didn't do it, I mean, he can obviously, that's obviously proven. But, I mean, it seems like they just want to, um, Leo LeBron right now, she just wants to state, though. She wants somebody to blame for Chrissy, whatever they call her, passing. So, but if I'm thinking, I don't know, if I, if I was going to blame anybody, I would blame Pat Houston. I don't know, because I always, she just takes too much advantage of stuff. So, who, who's to say she might have taken somebody? Because who's to say she has control of the will next? Yeah, I don't like Pat. Because, yeah, the way the fact that she eerily died to very similar to her mother, somebody did, like, Leila Brown, somebody did want them, both of them dead. They're more useful than dead and alive. So, somebody wants that estate. Yeah. I and agree. the one that seems to be benefiting most out of it is Pat Houston at this point. I mean, she, she's, yeah. um, yeah, we have first had, we all know she sent Jet in there to take a picture of Whitney in her coffin. And I'm pretty sure she did the same thing with Bobby Christina. So, cause yeah. someone took a picture of her while she was in a coma. She even looked like somebody who would do some low-down stuff like that. Hattie Mae. Yeah, and I remember a long time before when you died. Mae. Well, I think when you first died, because I'm, I'm friends with a very huge Whitney fan, and he was just going off on the phone with me about Pat Houston. Like, Whitney fans do not like Pat Houston. Like, they never can like her. So I'm like, that tells me right there, that's a problem. Because these fans, you know, about their, um, about their faves. Like, they be having feelings. Like, even if they don't know the whole story, they have these vibes. Like, I swear, like, I can't get into this because, you know, I'm my friend is a creative designer in the industry, and he told me some stories about the whole Carrie Hilton versus Beyonce thing. And I'm say, some Beyonce fans do not know nothing about what's going on. But, um, trust me, they don't like her for a good reason. They have the vibe. And trust me, Carrie Hilton is not a bitch. She's a bitch, and I'm, I, I, she deserves all the evil that be, the behind gives her. That's what I'm going to say about that. But, I mean, like, so no. I like her whole story. But, yeah. So, yeah. well, they, no one seems to like Pat Houston. I mean, all the fans, nobody likes her. And I, I could be wrong, but didn't she plan, was it a, I, I think it was, was it a Hello Kitty themed? Um, the Sweet 16 themed at the wake or something like that. You. And that's when the other brown was going to take it. <laughs> but a Sweet 16 themed funeral? Number one, she's over 16, so I don't, I, I don't see the relevance of that. And, that's that's kind of crazy. I, I really feel like you have to be a little nutty to yeah. think of well, something like that for a funeral. Christina never had a Sweet 16, but the whole reason she never had a Sweet 16 birthday party was because what's name Whitney Houston put her in rehab at the time because she was doing she was storing coke or something like that. So Whitney had put her in rehab when she was 16. So that's why she never had a Sweet 16 party. So, but I still don't get what what's the point of it now. But you can't have given her two years ago or something like that. Like, I mean, it's kind of awkward. I mean, I I love the idea that they wanted to give her the Sweet 16 party that she never got. But she's dead now. And that's not what we do at funerals. Okay, I, I mean, it, and it upset everyone. I mean, well, not everyone, but it, it upset people because it caused some dissension um, during the, the funeral planning. I mean, I would be upset about it. Number one, if if, if you told me that you were planning a funeral, and it would be Sweet Sixteen themed. I would uh, try to have you committed <laughs> and find out what your medication uh, uh, schedule is, and then have it reexamined. That is pretty insane. You remember, I think. Is it? I mean, the only reason anybody should be having be having fun at the funeral is that they're at their ex's funeral. I mean, what happened? 
comes to just everybody wearing black and just uh, just a funeral procession going in. I really think that's sufficient. I don't know. That's, that's just me. We don't. I mean, black people. Are, we are. We're already known for for throwing scenes at, at weddings and funerals. So it's already going to be a show. You don't need to add to it with the production. And uh, predictably, uh, as you all might remember, there was a scene at the funeral where uh, uh, one of the aunts, I don't remember her name, I think it was on the brown side, I don't remember, but where she was thrown out or escorted out of the funeral because she had to get up and make her announcement about, you are wrong and Whitney is going to haunt you. Nola Brown that got kicked out. Wasn't that Nola yeah. Brown that got kicked out? And she's and she's Whitney's sister, I believe. I forgot who it was. I, I remember that it was it was an aunt. I just, oh. I just remember, and I forgot which person it was. So yeah, it was definitely Leola Brown that got kicked out. But I, I think she's on Whitney's side because she she always says that she's Whitney's sister. So I assume she's Whitney's blood. But yeah, she's the one that got thrown out the funeral. Okay, and and she is the one who pointed out that the cat was everybody's wrong uh, raising money for her charity. During the uh, during the funeral arrangements, and she was saying, "Don't give her a red cent," and that is just inappropriate to be doing um, when you had a family member die. It's, it's 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 not the time. You all have money; it's going to be covered. What are you raising money for? Right now, my question is, who who benefits out of the who gets the estate now? Is the question. That's my question. Because if we're going to put blame on Nick Gordon, does he have um, benefit over the estate now? Because if not, you know, Jay, I thought about that. I really, really thought about that. And for real, I thought that would have been some of the reason why, um, like, Pat and and Bobby and everybody is so, like, so against him and saying bad things about him because, you know, he he has a share. Also, he must really have a share then. I, I think so. Uh, Wait, they were definitely trying to keep him out of things. Um, That I definitely know. But he has one strike against him, which I don't know if you all remember. He um, took a picture of himself aiming aiming a gun at the camera, and he tweeted it telling the family, I think specifically an aunt, it's so many many damn uh, relatives, I can't remember everybody's name, but he did – Aimed the gun at the camera and said to leave him the f alone. I can recall, so that's not really going to play very well. I mean, that's you know, first impressions say a lot. I mean, they didn't like them together, and <laughs> instead of I guess introducing himself or something, that was his way of responding by threatening with a gun. And so, from what I remember, that was kind of what started a lot of it because he had a um, a restraining order put on him after that. Um, and I can't really blame them for doing it because if someone sent me a picture, you know, a gun that's saying the gun is for me, I'd, I'd probably I think that a restraining order is pretty appropriate. And so this that was talked about the restraining order all through the time she was in the hospital. He wasn't really allowed around, and people said it wasn't right that he couldn't come. But he had a restraining order, and they didn't explain why he had it. <clears throat> the restraining order was was put in place because he threatened him with a gun. So he does share a little bit of blame and, and, and I mean that 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 really doesn't look good. Uh, yeah, but at the same time yourself I... against murdering someone 
when there's a photo of you pointing a gun. I and, think and well, that doesn't really explain that you would have murdered. I think there's two sides to every story, and I mean, it you, is. For, from my, from my, just from me taking taking a look at it, I would, I would, how would I say that? I would. I think he just he got fed up. Like you guys are, you guys don't like him and the girl together. Then you're making up stuff. You're saying random crap. It's just like that's tiring. That that drains somebody. That will drain the hell out of anybody. And it's like when you get to that breaking point, especially if something. Is, that's not so good going on around you. You just you just do dumb shit. And I think him pointing a gun gun at the camera and doing stuff that wasn't the smartest move. But he's tired. He's tired and he's over it. Yeah. So she as far as her. him murdering her, I don't believe he murdered her. As them doing drugs together, of course. Who doesn't like a good smoking buddy? But I don't think I'm he murdered her. Than smoking. <laughs> I know. I was just trying to keep it good. Okay. <laughs> well, you know, she get what she gets from her mama. I mean, no shade to Whitney Houston. Like, she rest in peace. I'm just saying. You know what? I died, I died on it's, this topic. It's, it's such a sad story of those two. I mean, I... I, I really, really I don't know what family need to, um, you know, stay out of bathrooms. I mean, that's, that's too weird. I mean, I, I'm just still... Deodorant and food, I know it's been you know. said a million times over. Um, I, I think that maybe she had a, a conscious decision that she wanted to go out like her mother, sort of. Um, I believe that. I mean, she I might have taken some type of drug cocktail and then decided to get in the bathtub. I don't remember if they said that there were any toxins in her system or uh, when she passed. That part, I don't remember. Um, but, I mean, I, I think that she could have very well, um, you know, could have been premeditated. Wasn't there like a third person in the room when she died? Um, I don't think that there was. I don't. Um, I don't I remember. They said like Nick Warren had a friend with him or in the house or something like that. I don't know. Well, I know that he, he said that he admitted in um, in court that <clears throat> they had an argument, and right after the argument, or shortly afterwards, she got in the tub, and that was the end of it. And so there are um, people reporting that, like, he's kind of admitted to admitted some form of guilt. And, I mean, as I see it, now I've been in peace with people uh, in some kind of public whereby I would found out, find out later that the person had contemplated suicide. Now, that's not something I'm proud of. But if they actually went through it, does that mean that I killed them? Um no, I mean, just, just because we have an argument and you want to go and off yourself or something afterwards does not give me sole blame, um, you know, maybe for putting you in the wrong state. But your coping skills are on you. You know, it's, right. it's, that's your issue yeah. on how you handle stuff. I did not have anything to do with it. I didn't make, I didn't make you do it. And if by chance you got upset and started drinking or whatever, um, probably more than drinking, um, then that's on her. I don't think yeah. that an argument before is an admission of guilt, which I just saw today like several times over. I could see it as guilt. I could see it as, as a little bit of guilt because if you, you're fighting with somebody who is not that stable. And that's the whole question of what the fight was about because if the fight was that right. to make them like everybody has fights, but what was this fight about? Right. They want to get into that tub and do that. So, 
Right. So when you have somebody who is not that stable and, and who's already thinking about doing crazy stuff as who is, it's just like he said he was going to break up with her. Who's, maybe he was leaving her. I don't know. And he's not telling us that. Maybe he said something like like he was like he wasn't going to be around with that for her no more or something like that. Or maybe he said he never loved her. Who's, who's and what he said to her? If they had this big argument. Yeah, and I mean, you know, life moves very fast for them. And the thing that gets me, she had a beautiful house. That was a beautiful home that she was in. I mean, she was raised by um, music royalty, pretty much. Um, I mean, I think that there are some in this generation who wouldn't really look at at Bobby as that. But, I mean, he He had had a payday. (laughs) Right. I mean, but he had a payday. And they were essentially seen as that, um, you know, for a stretch of This is a generation that thinks of Nicki Minaj as royalty. (laughs) Right, right. But my point being, she had, I mean, she had a good future ahead of her. And, you know, I would follow her and I said, there's so many things that she could do. I mean, I heard her sing with Whitney on Good Morning America. No, to the, the Today Show when she was trying to do her, her comeback. And they said, well, it doesn't really sound like she could sing, but uh, she could still do something. Her Obviously, being her daughter, she could do something. And I'm like, what in life could be so bad? I mean, but they're human, of course. You remember when she decided to go I in mean, on Angela Bassett? Say that again? You remember when she decided to get to go? She was going to go in on Angela Bassett. Oh, for doing that um, documentary for not that her, that her mama and that Whitney biopic. She called her Angela Bassett case and said she looked like a man and blah blah blah. And I'm like, okay. Well. <laughs> I mean, I, you know, I, I, I still try to realize that they're human, and. Um, <clears throat> You know, I, I have another Lindy and said she didn't hear nothing about that. <laughs> <laughs> like, I have that's, that's, that's shameful. I, I hate when people, when you say something that's documented, you know, Twitter or video or whatever, and you're going to act like, you didn't, like it didn't happen. It's if we do not have receipts. Right. No, Angela and that's for receipts these days now. She never heard her, she never heard what Bobby Christina said, though. That's what Angela Oh, Bobby okay, see. Yeah. Pay attention, Bonnie. <laughs> you know, these old women, these old celebrities, they don't seem to be on Twitter like that. I mean, I, as for her being upset about her, her playing her, I mean, number one, she I would not have pulled off her and like, I don't know. I mean, you know, I guess I'm, it would be flattered by it, it being done. I mean, there's always op- there's opportunities for, you know, a story to be told she's play Bob- she's play by Bobby different Brown, people. Though. I mean, she's Whitney Houston, so it's going to be told again. Um, and again, it's a lifetime bias. I mean, I, I don't, I don't know about being movie. all up in arms about her interpretation of her life, but, I mean, you know, that's her mother, and she has she has the right to be upset and take it as she pleases. Um, I did not watch it. <laughs> um, I, I saw the images and, and saw the beginning, how angry everyone got over it as – Every other Lifetime biopic, um, mad about the recent celebrity biopic that's come out has been. People got mad over the um, one. I take it you saw it, Jay. I saw the beginning of it, and the beginning threw me off because, like, it was like I remember the beginning. She had Bad Bobby Brown, and then but she but she was asking him like if she if she wanted to smoke some lines with her like smoke some cork, and I'm like, the media always seemed to seem like he got her put on drugs. So is that something that I'm missing? Because it seemed like she was already doing that before Bobby came even came into the picture. 
as far as the movie was concerned. So that part of it threw me off. I'm like, let me not, let me not watch this. I'm confused. So I turned it off. Um, Chris, did you see the, um, the Whitney biopic, <clears throat> the Lifetime one? Did I see it? Um, did I see it? What channel did it come on? I think it came on. Lifetime. I think I did. I'm pretty sure I have. I mean, did I didn't. Did you know, exactly I mean, wait a minute, wait a minute. Was this the one? Was this the one? Well, <laughs> you know, these brain cells, they come and go. Um, is this the one that everybody was fussing about because it was just like, you know, a lot of stuff wasn't right about it? That was the Aaliyah one, the one that Whitney Williams produced. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, I, didn't, I never heard anybody go in on the, on the Whitney one. I didn't hear nobody go in on that one. That one actually, not a lot of people watched the Whitney one, from what I remember. It didn't pop, it didn't blow up my new feed. I remember um, that, that there were objections over the people who were playing them, saying so they, they didn't necessarily uh, look like the um, character. That would be a Leah, would be a Leah movie, yeah. Okay, I mean, you know, they, I had that, they had that light skinned girl, play, they had the light skinned skinny girl playing Missy Elliott in the '90s era. They had um, a light skinned guy playing Timberland. They had that Aaliyah girl looked nothing like Aaliyah. It was just like, okay, well, well you know, hey, I'll say this. I, I'll say this. I mean, I don't like the channel. Period. Um, I, I, everything that they put out is completely insane. Like, I've gone through this on a, a previous show, and I said, any woman who would actually sit and watch, because it's Lifetime, it's the uh, Women's Network, um, who would actually sit and watch this stuff, it's crazy. Every every film that they have is uh, it's, it's, it's about how, you know, a woman was abducted from her uh, husband and children and taken and, and you know, someone's repeatedly trying to rape or stab her and um, knife up. All, all of that stuff. I mean, I, I'll never forget seeing one where a neighbor kept trying to cause this woman to have a miscarriage, and he would appear in her window while she was showering, um, like just some kind of way he's just there trying to trim hedges and whatnot. And she kept – it would scare the crap out of her. Um, he was always scaring her. He would always just appear. Um, no one woman needs to see that. That is horrible. Um, and the biopics, I wouldn't expect anything better from them. I guess I'm just biased. I, I you know, I don't watch you the channel. You are very biased. You are very biased. And, well, it's, and it's made for women, so it's, I guess I shouldn't be seeing it anyway. <laughs> it's not made for me. I swear, I can, I cannot look at that channel. It. It annoy. It's like the most annoying thing on television. No woman should look at it. It's like Martha Stewart. You can have uh, you can have two days to do what she does in thirty minutes, and then you wouldn't freaking come close. Now, um, you all saw that a picture of Bobby Christina in the casket recently sold. Um, the National Enquirer Enquirer um, purchased her um casket photo for a hundred grand. Um and just who do we think actually shared that photo? Who would the culprit be? The who do you think photo? might have done it, Jay? Who shared the Wendy photo? 
The no, the uh, the Bobby Christina one that actually just sold um, uh, a couple of days ago. It went to the National Enquirer for a hundred thousand. Who else you big <laughs> Something is wrong with that family. I mean, Pat, uh, said the only Pat seems to be the one that everyone claims to be money hungry. Who else um, is being money hungry oh, in that in that family? Like we not seeing nobody else. I know it's not Bobby Brown. He's barely even around. I mean, he he broke down recently. Uh, I forgot where he was performing. <laughs> Atlanta, maybe? I don't remember. But, he spoke um, like two times about the whole thing. I mean, he kept taking breaks in the middle of his performance, uh, running out off stage to cry and, and hug his brother, I think it was, brother, cousin, something like that. Okay. Um, I mean, that's his daughter. I For all the things said about him, I think he left his daughter. Even an absentee father is going to feel something when their daughter dies. So I don't really like to see some of the negativity uh, said about him and his parenting. Um, I guess I have some nerve because I've made some comments. Um, but I think he loved her. <laughs> um, just the same. And whoever sold the photo is the devil. And I don't think that that needs to be said about the National Enquirer because I think it is implied that they are the devil for willing to purchase the photos. The National Enquirer is going to sell shit. I can't with the National Enquirer. Exactly. The person who negotiated that purchase is also equally the devil as the person who took the photo. Pat Houston, this is for you. Because we all know it was you. So. Okay, what nobody says. That was Pat Houston. You you really think you really believe that, don't you? I really do. I can't think of nobody else in that family. Could be. It seems like Pat Houston's been the only one that's so quick to try to make money off of people's death. I remember when when he first died, she decided to come up with that reality show. I didn't watch it. I forgot about that. That she. Um that she was the originator um, of that. I mean, I, I would like to know, I, I'm pretty sure that she was paid well to manage Whitney. Um, I don't really recall hearing about her having uh, financial issues really in her last days. Do you, do either of you? No, I don't remember. Yeah, I mean, I, I never heard about it. I mean, I, I would imagine, and I don't remember her complaining about what she was being paid. I mean, I, I just know that her father, I think it was Whitney's father, who um, he also worked with her kind of in a management capacity, kind of, something like that, or previously. And he sued for something like a whole hundred million dollars. A lot of damn money to sue. But he said that he would drop the suit if she got her life together. But that was the only reason why he was doing it. Um, I, I don't know if, if you need to do that as, as an example. I don't know. I don't have children. So I guess I can't really judge his parenting style. You know, um, uh, Chris, you, um, no, your dad, I mean, did, did, huh? <laughs> Nothing. You, okay. You told me don't do that. I'm just, no, I'm just saying, I mean, would, would either of you, like, as in the role of a parent, I mean, would you, if your child, you know, act it up, say, hey, you know, I mean, you're out of control. $100 million lawsuit, um, or get your act together. 
a lot. I don't know. I think there's probably a better way of uh, a better way of handling things. <clears throat> yeah, your child is never too old for them to get beat at all. Well, Do you say your child is never too old to be beat? Never. Thank you. I'm always saying that. That's what my friend said. I know someone. She has a child my age. And and she's a couple of younger kids, and, they're, you know, they're, they're mouthy and whatnot, and I'll, like, beat them. And she's like, oh, so-and-so, she's too big to beat her. She's almost 30. I said, so? And she, right. you know, <laughs> that, that doesn't mean anything. Someone's under your roof. You can beat them. Thank you. Okay. Uh, thank you. Okay. I have some agreement going on. Um, <laughs> um, <clears throat> so this week we had the... Uh, we had uh, Iggy Azalea, something else with her. She's just a mess. The girl is a mess. Her management needs to take her phone, just like uh, Chris Brown, delete her Twitter, and only tweet for her. I, I'm sick of it. Um, <clears throat> uh, so her, her uh, mentor, um, <clears throat> T.I., rapper T.I., had said that he basically wasn't uh, messing with her anymore. He wasn't going to deal with her um, you know, for various reasons, uh, because of her behavior, and <clears throat> he essentially was just going to fall back. Uh, instead of handling this by, I don't know, picking up the phone and calling him and saying, hey, what's going on? She handled it like any other professional artist would do. She got on Twitter. <laughs> and her response was, well, that's news to me. Okay. Um, <clears throat> then he found out about that. Uh, he... Uh, recently uh, came back on radio to clarify the comments, and he said that they're still they're still close. He gave her the quote unquote little sister uh, uh, designation, and said that his words were taken out of context. Um, but he didn't really negate any of or object to any of what he said as being true. He said that over the years that. Uh, the direction that she's gone in has kind of changed. And he cited her beef that she had with uh, the rapper Q-Tip. Um, I don't really remember the argument, but it was something about cultural misappropriation, which everyone was going on her about. And instead of really addressing it, she was laughing, saying, oh, ha, ha I guess it's just, it's just a cool thing to, to not like me these days. Um, and my issue, I guess, that I have with her is that the girl just goes on Twitter and she is whining every day, every day. It's something negative all of the time. Um, I just saw her excited about having some show in uh, some other country, I think. No, in Vegas um, next month. That's like the most excited I've ever seen her. She just got married to an NBA player, a correction, engaged to an NBA player, Um uh, the guy seems to be doing well. He's got money. Uh, he was reached out to by the, the friggin' Australian Olympics, um, or Australian team, uh, basketball team for the Olympics. She has a lot going for her. She's an attractive woman. Why are you going on Twitter and just bitching every single day? It just leads up. I mean, it contributes to the argument of, um, you know, her being negative and, her career being in the toilet, because if it wasn't, you'd be happier. <laughs> um, uh, did either of you all see this, uh, T.I.? Um, 
uh, T.I. Um, Iggy Azalea, Mini Beef that was on this week. Yes, I did. I mean, I'm a huge T.I. fan. Let me, let me say this. Okay, I'm surprised he didn't do this sooner. Because they say this girl is always beefing with somebody. Always. It's always, always somebody. Beefing. Out of Q-Tip, you got Snoop Dogg, you got Nicki Minaj. She was on Twitter beefing with Papa John. Like, are you serious right now? Really? I didn't know yeah. that. What is wrong with Papa John? Okay. <laughs> she, okay, she, I guess she ordered online at Papa John's or whatever, and like a dumbass celebrity. Like, no, I don't know what celebrity does this, but she gave her real phone number to the store, I guess. And then she opened the door and took the pizza, you know, whatever, when they came. Now, the dude obviously recognized it was Iggy Azalea, so he gave her phone number to her, his little sister, and his little sister texted her. So she, so Iggy went off. Like, she wanted to be a little diva about it, and she went off of the Pizza Hut. And when Pizza Hut said they apologized and they talked to the worker, Iggy wouldn't let it go. She kept talking and talking and talking and tweeting and tweeting about it. And then she got even more mad that Papa John's was ignoring her. So it was just like, okay, for three, like three, a whole, like a whole week she was going off about it. <laughs> Beefing with Papa John's, really? With Papa really? John's. Yes. I, so, I'm, I'm really like, so I'm surprised T.I. didn't let it go at that point. But, like, is it always something new or something with her? It's always a problem with her. So do you remember the last year? This was right around, um, you know, one of our many, um, one of our many race riots we've had recently. How just in the middle of it, she was in the grocery store with a friend, and her friend got into it with, I guess, someone who worked there, and she spit at him, and they were laughing about it. I mean, that's pretty disgusting. And I want to say, I, I want to say that the person might have been black, because I don't know if that just contributed to it, if the fact, you know, white girl spitting at a black person. But I could be wrong. I don't remember. But still, the act of, so you have a customer service um, dispute, and I have them. You know, it happens to all of us. I mean, and if those who work in the grocery store, I mean, you know, do we really expect such courteousness from uh, people making minimum wage? I mean, we, we should get it, but, I mean, hey, this is what you're dealing with. And to handle a dispute in a grocery store by spitting at someone and then you think it's funny? And then, of course, it was recorded. You know, it was her friend that's been on. But, yeah, but he was like, oh, I hope, right, you, right, right. I hope you die. And she grabbed him with a shopping cart and... I was like, celebrities. I mean, it's really your friends are a reflection of you. Um, right. I mean, that's how it's going to be played. You know, that's that's life. She didn't do it, but unfortunately, that's that's the case. I don't ever recall hearing her apologize for that. Um, but uh, he doesn't yeah, I, I feel like he should have a long time ago just done the Chris Brown treatment because he was brief <clears throat> right after the the Rihanna incident. He was on Twitter just just flipping out. Just all the time. And managers, his manager would go and delete tweets. He would get started again. They'd delete tweets. They would delete the entire Twitter. Then he would get another one and start it all over again. And, you know, it would, it would, uh, uh, here we go again. <laughs> the cycle continued. Yeah, but Iggy Azalea um, doesn't apologize for nothing. So, I mean, especially when, um, after Azalea Banks made everyone hate her. Like, it's just like her career's been gone ever since. And, like, who? and not to mention Azalea Banks. Iggy? 
No, yes, when she made everyone hate Iggy when she went on that Hot 97 um, interview and was talking about how Iggy appropriate black culture and blah, 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 and like, everyone jumped on the bandwagon because everyone already hated Iggy to begin with. And I'm like, not to mention, it's not even worth the trouble anyway because Iggy doesn't even sell music. So it's like, see, I'm not making that much money off of her. She's had one hit. So what's the whole purpose oh, of it anyway? I mean, but, you know, you, you build a brand. You build an image. And I, I just I felt that she had... She had with a Brown. You say Chris Brown because Brown already has a career. He's already has platinum albums and stuff. Like he can, he can, he can afford to ruin his career. He already has money. He's making money. And he's really not really doing anything. So it's like, what's yeah, I mean, it came out of the woodworks beefing with people. I mean, there's there's such thing as a healthy beef. You know, I mean, uh, other rappers will say that Fifty Cent says that. Like it was a business strategy. In part, to have a beef, yeah, like he will like continue. Okay, we get that. Nicki Minaj fine. But now it's just like every time someone like you, you gotta beef with somebody. And what? How the fuck was Tommy John gonna benefit you? Like how the fuck was being with them going to benefit you? <laughs> 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 like really? Uh, and here's uh, the thing: a box of pizza. Being a PR communications person, like that's I realm. And a long time ago, someone should have stopped her in in the Twitter. You know, I've had people where, like, I, I had someone I was working with, and he was going back and forth with someone on Twitter, and I and I was texting him, stop it. Okay, he kept doing it. I, te- I called him. I called him over and over and over and over and over and over. Like, stop it. Stop it now. You keep it up, you're going to be in the paper uh, for, for carrying on like that. But someone, I don't know why no one decided to uh, pull in or rein in on her social media behavior. Um, this is why you have... Uh, publicist and whatnot. But what do these people do anymore? Because I, I, I really, truly am starting to wonder if they have anyone. Because, I mean, they're having free reign to do whatever on social media. No one stops them. No one corrects them. Well, and I, that's really part of what helped take in her career. As I said, all the negativity is nothing but negativity. Yeah, around. Yeah, because these celebrities, their PR teams are telling them they're not allowed to have Twitter, period. So I don't even know why they even have Twitter to be here with, because they're always told they're not supposed to be on Twitter, tweeting, and all this other stuff. So I don't even know why these PR people are letting them get away with having Twitter. I mean, I, I, mean, I this have a true benefit to it. I mean, people, fans like to interact with folks. They really, yeah. really like and it. And earlier mean, this can... year, hold on, and then earlier this year, Iggy mm-hmm. she was so sick of the negativity, she said she was quitting Twitter. Whatever happened to you quitting Twitter? Yeah, yeah right. Well, I mean, even I, I'm, I'm not a quitter, and I, I I never encourage anyone to throw in the towel, no matter. You know, I'm pretty tough. I am pretty tough, and I have a sharp read or two, always up my sleeve. But I'm never going to tell someone to just retire or just, you know, throw in the towel or just give up social media. When I saw that, I said, oh, no. I was like, don't don't give up that easily. Come on now. Don't get run off, don't get run off of there. You know, give it to your manager to do. You know, but don't, you know, she's just, she's always complaining. And again, she's a beautiful woman, I think. And, and she has a lot of things going for her. And, and I think that there's, it's possible to, you know, maybe restore her, her image. For one, she has to shut up. <laughs> just shut up. And just, I don't know if her career can be saved at this point because it's like everyone don't even like her anymore. I don't even know. I mean, and there, there were all these articles about, um, like this article saying about her pronouncing her career dead or saying what happened to her. I believe, you know, America gives second chances. It and so, we love so a comeback story. It's crazy how her career fell off so fast. Like she fell off quick. 
And she, and it really, it, in my opinion, happened with, um, I mean, Azalea Banks, you know, professional troll du jour. Um, she, that's all she does. I mean, she was talking about her and, you know, stealing black people this and whatnot. And I think that Iggy, I think that Azalea, <clears throat> I mean, I, I wouldn't pay her attention. I think that she needs medication. <laughs> I would never respond, uh, to her. She makes good points. I've had this debate. I wouldn't, I wouldn't pay her any attention. I mean, she got into it with a, a blogger. She was talking about, um, you know, how we contribute to white America. Oh, but you just posed new for Playboy. Isn't that owned by a white man? Hmm. Hypocrite much? <laughs> um, <clears throat> but uh, the timing of when all of the, all of the, you know, negativities happened and backlash to Iggy's name was during, again, the, you know, many of the, the race riots and, and stuff going on last summer. And, and people just, they wanted some sympathy from her because you're here to be a part of our community. That was, uh, the perception that, that, you know, people were giving off. I really don't believe in that, but, you know, you have to cater to your audience. Your audience feels that you should show some sympathy, that you should, you know, say something in support of just what's going on. Just, you know, just something, and she didn't want to do it. It was like, it's not my responsibility. The more that she refused to comment on things, and it may not be your thing. You know, black issues, hey, she could just be a rapper, and I'm totally fine with that. I don't believe that any uh, genre of music is uh, strictly bound to one race. I think that anyone could come in and rap and whatnot. But if people are upset at you for not speaking, you don't have to speak. Tell your publicist to write something for you. And now Iggy has... You know, Iggy has... And that's all. That's totally disingenuous, which is fine. Nobody has to know they wrote it, but that's how you handle these things. And and the more that she uh, refused to address these black issues, the worse it got, and people just started hating her, and she became a punching bag. It was easy to to point blame at her. I think it was a time period. And we don't have a riot going on now. You know, hopefully we won't have any, any, any more anytime soon. So I think that now that that's cooled off some, that she could maybe build herself back up. I don't know about that. And then you know she thinks she, she has, she's very, very surprised because she really thinks she's bigger than what she is. If you saw her mm-hmm. tour, because mm-hmm. I bought tickets to her tour. And let me tell you something, because, you know, I always like to do the meet and greet things. I always check in her meet and greet, see how much it was. Can you believe this whole charge, like, $550? For a meet and greet, I was like five hundred fifty dollars. You have one number one. Uh, I mean, for like everyone in the room. No. Yeah. For or yeah, was it just like a VIP meet. section or something? But the VIP or meet select meet. people. You know, you know, celebrities. You know, they have that meet and greet. They meet with you before the show, and they take a picture with the fans. You know that. So yeah, that was five hundred fifty dollars. And what would you? Well, what do you think it should have been? Well, considering twenty dollars, if that. Well, no. What did you say, Chris? How much? <laughs> she said like twenty dollars. I I say over a hundred. You know what? Maybe, <laughs> maybe a hundred something. Well, you know that she got she actually charged twenty five when she first came out. Actually, if you if you knew that, but yeah, I say a hundred because you know Taylor Braxton she charges a hundred dollars to um for a meet and greet. So I say yeah, it gives well, she got, brand new. Oh, okay. Yeah, I mean, I, I was going to say, I mean, yeah, they might be around the same. 
<laughs> I mean, I know that's like what that's like a that's like maybe a hundred dollars, like five hundred dollars less than what Mariah Carey charges in Vegas to be her fans. Yeah, five hundred is well. Mariah, in her defense, is like forty-five. Yeah, but she's an um, icon. So I mean, prime Mariah and. Okay, now, okay, but Mariah, this is, this is, we're talking about we're talking about meet and greet. How much it's worth to meet you? It's not really worth a little less than Mariah Carey to meet Iggy Azalea. Like who would be right. like taking a picture with Mariah? Carey I accept that. Point proven. Okay. You know what, Ronnie? Five hundred dollars. You know, sometimes you, Ronnie, who you throw out something out there to see if anyone bites. Maybe the end result it didn't actually cost that, that much. And nobody tickets like that. So obviously she was way more expensive to be a brand new artist. But everyone was like, no, thank you. I even said no thank you to that being great. Vani, I like this guest you got. Uh, thank you. <laughs> well, I'm glad that you like my choice. Um, it's good. Um, and so moving along uh, in the interest of time, uh, darn, got a little bit, uh, got a little bit to go. Um, Chris Brown, you know, he was just awarded joint custody of his child, um, royalty. Hallelujah. I actually like that name. I mean, it it beats North. Well, I'm mean, yeah, playing the Chris Brown um, name. You didn't even name her. So, so the, now that the joint custody might actually, there's a chance that it could be um, revoked or, um, you know, he, I, I, or, you know, overturn something, because Chris Brown, uh, while in court that day, at the last minute, he was called for a surprise drug test um, by his baby mother's attorney. <clears throat> um, now, knowing Chris Brown, his urine could probably burn a hole in a cup. Um, oh, God, me. So, sorry, sorry. So, I mean, so there's no telling what could happen. Like, I mean, we don't know, you know, the the end result, like if he were to pass it. I mean, the purpose of why they asked for it. Um, But pretty sure it's to to influence the the custody hearing. Um, Is that playing dirty? I mean, you know, divorces and custody hearings are, they are dirty. You know, all's fair in, in, in divorce and and break up. No, she ain't getting no money out of nothing. She gonna she's getting that twenty five hundred that he was she's big getting and she that judge said, No, I'm not giving your ass not not one fifteen thousand dollars a month because you don't need that. So now like it seems like which is I I love it. I'm like it seems like the days of women getting pregnant by rich men for money are over. Look at Ludacris Ludacris Usher and Chris Brown now. See y'all y'all gonna learn today. Stop getting pregnant with these rich men because it's not gonna benefit you no more. So Um Hmm. How do you feel about the this child custody um hearing, uh, Chris? Um, how do I feel about it? I mean I don't know, you have to edit this too. <laughs> um that that's okay. Um no I'll say this. My opinion, be it, you know, gold digger, whatever, or good mother, um, 2500 I really don't think is a lot for child support for a, um, for 
the mother of a celebrity's child. Um, because there is such a thing as married. wanting the child to live in, um, you know, to, to be in, in good living arrangements. Um, the child is not going to go to public school. That's really not conducive. I don't think he wants that. And well, I mean, 2500 a month, actually, if you were to calculate that to the end of the year, equates to private school, period. Yeah, but she's um, not maybe she even married. She has two yeah, Because she's uh, not broke. No, but I'm saying twenty five, thirty thousand a year is the cost of private school. Yeah. Yeah, but you so, know, and that's the entire twenty five hundred a month. So I think in my opinion, at least four. I think the four thousand is a decent amount. I mean to again to make sure the child is in school, that the child has something to eat, um $50. transportation and contributing to to where they live. Do you want the child in the hood? Do you want the child? I mean, so you send the child again to school, 2500 a month. Did should the child eat? Is the child walking home? I mean, so in my opinion, I think that that is a small amount of money. Well, I have a question to his baby mom. But I think it How, could. What, 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 were his, what were the living arrangements? How were you supporting him before you even figured out that Chris Brown was the daddy? Because she thought the two other guys were the daddy first. <laughs> That's true. I mean, the mother does have, so how are you, you, know, you have your responsibility, like and, you know, but it's, it's, at the yeah, same it time. Like you're supporting her very well before that. So it seemed like she was being supported either way. So, like, now all of a sudden we figure out Chris Brown is a daddy. Now all of a sudden we, want, we need all this money. Yeah, I think some baby mamas, they're just... Who's trying to keep the child... Um, but see, that's why Chris Brown wants... He's trying to keep the child a secret. Um yeah. I mean, and, and to, to want the child to be public, I mean, you know, the existence of the child to be public. Yeah, she's supposed um, to say she I don't really think that. No, and let me tell you something. I don't think it's a gold digger move. No, think about this. Think about this. She fucked up her husband. She was giving her husband money, and she fucked that up when she decided to give the story to TMZ. So she's pretty, she's just, she's just money hungry. He was giving her husband money, and she decided to fuck it up, so. Right, and it's just like you, you were. No, what he was giving her before? Yeah, he was giving her hush money before, you know, Karuchi ended up finding out about it because she, she told um, her the baby mama told TMZ. So, like, she was, she was getting a lot more money before she decided to snitch. But now that she snitched, Chris Brown was like, I'm not giving you no more money because, until, unless the court tell me, because you snitched. And I, I lost my girlfriend and everything because of you. So, no, nope. I mean, I'm not saying that, you know, that's not a bad thing because Karuchi should have been left. Right. I mean, this is just her breaking point, because now she's dead serious. I'm not coming back to you no more. Everyone thought, like, oh, it's just a matter of time before Karuchi comes back. <laughs> All she had to do was think about royalty. Oh, well, I'm good. Oh, because, what, I mean, wasn't it about that time period, by the way, when the revelation of the child, uh, of this left child, came came about, that Karuchi, uh, I, I swear I hate that name. I'm going to call her Karush, okay? That, that, that's what I'm going with. Because I am not going to call. I'm not going to go by Coochie Train or whatever. <laughs> the um, didn't Chris Brown like hide in her back seat? Remember? Um, we jumped in the car and you know rode around with her um, against her will just to talk to her to try and win her back. Remember? Okay, now see, Chris Brown did not. Um, Chris Brown said that she was told by his friends that she was going to be there and that she wanted to talk to him. So he said he was set up. So he, like, he came in there with the intention, with the, with the thought that she wanted to talk to him, but then was obviously surprised when she didn't want to. So, yeah, he said he was sent up by his friends because his friends told him that she wanted to talk to him, that she wanted to work it out and stuff. 
So he just had an awesome process. He was like, what are you talking about? Yeah, so he said he was set up. He said he never actually stalked her. He was just told by his friends, which I believe his friends are really not his friends. They also just did that so they can get into the club that day because they obviously knew, well, we're going to quit with Chris Brown, so we're going to get into the VIP. So. Oh, just to get in VIP. Oh, that is just messed up. It is messed up. I mean, we all know Chris Brown. We all know Chris Brown's friends are the ones that, you know, robbed him and, you know, had his auntie in that closet tied up and shit. So. Chris Brown just needs a, needs a whole new people. Uh, oh, I mean, you remember his mother was saying, she said that he was around, uh, um, gang members and whatnot, and, and she said that his, that his friends were the cause of, like, everything um, in his life. I mean, I think he was photographed with, you know, throwing up gang Exactly. I don't know why she's like These are really his friends. I'm like, why don't you, why don't you go broke tomorrow and see where, how many of your friends are still around? Well, you know. Because I'm going to go bankrupt tomorrow. Like, he was about to have the Tony Braxton secret era. Then let's see what happens. Lord, poor Tony. I just well, I, she's, I well, she's doing good. She's doing good now. She's doing good now. She's an good now, but I'm well. saying I mean, before she just kept making bad business decisions. I mean, just God, it was I mean, Oprah had shamed her. She was like, well, "I wouldn't you know if she was somewhere." Even I don't have Gucci somewhere, and she said that she felt bad about it, and it was a bad, you know, management de- management deal. Um, yeah, I think it was I, all about the management. I, don't, I think she was caught off guard about that. I don't think it was bad business. This is a, she just wasn't getting money, any money. Yeah, I mean, I've seen her explain it, and that was it. I mean, she might have yeah. negated some of her involvement. I respect Tony Braxton. You know, I respect Also, you know, many people are just excited to have a deal. They're just, you no, know, I respect Tony Braxton, though. Hold on. I respect Tony Braxton, though, because unlike TLC, Tony Braxton didn't place blame on anybody. She blamed yeah, herself she and said that she she took responsibility for what she did. TLC wanted yeah, to blame on oh oh Pebbles did this and LA Reid did that and we were just kids and we didn't know we didn't know any better. They just took advantage of kids. It's like you were seventeen. You you knew right from wrong. So how the fuck are you gonna blame Pebbles? <laughs> they got the whole world going on Pebbles on her about her Twitter mentions and shambles and shit. <laughs> Come on up. Oh, yes. Oh, my God. <laughs> when she gave them the picture of her giving them that Corolla. <laughs> yeah, so, like, so Pebbles so had my to happy go happy gold record. <laughs> yeah, you know, Pebbles had to go on on Wendy Williams and spill the tea about, oh, we, I, didn't, I didn't pick Chili as a group. That was actually T-Ball's t- left eye. Since y'all want to freaking, you know, lie, let me tell you all the tea. As she yeah. should. As, uh, as she, she should. should. I'm like y'all trying out. Y'all trying it for too many years. Now I'm gonna really re- go going on y'all. And then you know, Pebbles dollar. Now see, also, so this week there's a video of um, Chris Brown allegedly throwing a woman off of his tour bus during oh, a music video show that he's having at a club. <laughs> I mean, so first yeah, he was on Twitter. And from my understanding, the timeline of events, at first when it came out and he was like, oh, I'm being accused of something where there's no video evidence, but they won't go after the real criminals like the ones who broke into his home. And then the video evidence came out, like, the next day. Like, oh, okay. I well, the girl, the, girl herself, the girl herself didn't even say that was Chris Brown. She said she was thrown out of the car. She said she thought it was Chris Brown. We don't even know who it was that threw her out that, that bus. Really? She said it was Chris Brown. She thought. So she well, you know, Brown. he's being investigated for third degree assault. That's pretty serious. Well, I don't know how I don't know how far she's gonna get because she was on his tour bus. I don't know how far she's gonna get with this assault charge. You got his tour bus on filming stuff, so. 
Which I don't think. I mean, I don't, like, I don't, I don't think, I don't think Warren took, you know, anyone, anyone throwing off the bus. But I mean, when you, when you, when, when you, when groupies, when they, y'all come near these celebrities, their bodyguards or whoever, they are going to be, they are going to beat your ass. They are going to fuck you up. And that's why they have bodyguards. You can't just be coming that close to these celebrities. Like, if I were to, if, if you saw, um, let's say, if you saw Jennifer Lopez in the airplane right, in, at the airport right now, you just ran towards her. What do you think her bodyguards going to body slam you? And you what are you going to do, Sue? Okay, like that, uh, you know, the uppercutting bus driver. So you going to jail now? He got situation, but yeah, he did. He threw off that bus, knocked out, and but she spit on him though. So I mean, did she spit on him and hit him? So she, he was warranted of what he did. Oh, I would have lost everything that day. I would have lost my job, my my love for Christ. I would have lost my 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 bus driving license. He did. I think that is rude. Did he was on it? I that was a that was a civil rights movement punch. That was a fucking <laughs> that nigga. I was like, what? Okay, you going to jail now? You going to jail now? <laughs> oh, that was. I mean, that was just YouTube. Uh, that made YouTube history there. Wasn't that a world? That was epic. I mean, but you know, there's there no, there's an no, appropriate no, way of handling those. Let me tell you what made Listen, there's an appropriate way of handling, you know, those who intrude on space. So, I mean, there's there could possibly be a debate about that, about, you know, whether it could have been handled differently. Um, for example, what about Kevin Gates, who, oh okay. how many times you know does what? he have to beat up people on film? Well, they stop supporting him? <laughs> I mean, for him to get uh, backlash, I mean, it's... He's punched out. He's punched out men and women multiple several times over. Nobody talks about, about it. How about y'all stop going to his shows? How about that? Why y'all even supporting this bitch? <laughs> Pretty much. I mean, for kicking I mean, a woman in the face. I mean, even he can't, he even Chris Brown didn't get on video all did, doing all of that, and he still didn't get nothing near same level of backlash. Obviously, not the obviously they're not the same level of celebrity, but still. I mean, a video of a rapper kicking some kicking a female and all she is did was pretty damnable. All she did was touch his leg. It's not like she grabbed him or something like that. Like she, he, all she did was touch his leg. I mean, and, and then he didn't. Not only did he not apologize, he went and wrote a song explaining why, further elaborating. Not only do I not have remorse for uh, for beating this woman, I'm going to tell you why I did it. No. No, no. We know why your dumb ass did it, because she touched your leg, you, dumb, you crazy bitch. You need to be in jail, and that's it. And I hope she sues you for every dime you got. <laughs> I hope so as well. Uh, and let's lady, hope that, uh, uh, you know, lady Chris Brown didn't go. throw this lady off that bus. You know, let's, I don't think that was him. I think that was you know, him. Let's, let's hope that he, you know, gets a fair amount of judgment. I mean, he, he's had a hard time, even though I feel like he's responsible for, like, 84% of most of what happens to him. No, but that was not Chris Brown that did that. He's not that stupid anymore. After the whole Rihanna incident, he's, I'm sure he thinks twice about putting his hands on women ever again. Because after that whole Rihanna incident... Didn't he say, I mean, world, hasn't he said that he has, um, is he bipolar? Yeah, he's bipolar. Okay. You know, hey, they do a lot of stuff yeah. now when they get off medication. I don't know. Yeah, but yeah, but that couldn't. That probably wasn't him that did it, though. 
Although, so in my, although in Miami, though, he did snatch that girl's phone one time and just drove off with it because she snapped a picture of him. So he, he definitely don't like people snapping pictures of him for no reason. I don't know why. Wow. I don't think I was in that my... Yeah, like it was down in Miami at some club. And, like, yeah, she just had the picture of him outside the club. She saw him. And so he grabbed the spot in her hand and just drove away. I mean, I forgot who he was. I think he was a tiger. Like, he was a tiger. <laughs> All right, Danini Leakes, uh, she has recently revealed, after quitting the Housewives of Atlanta, that she would like to join the Beverly Hills Housewives. Um, I think that considering how... She, um, how she was scheduled to have a show with Kim, um, which was only going to exist given that she stayed on uh, the Atlanta Housewives, and when she quit, they also canceled her <laughs> spinoff. I don't think that she's probably in the best of uh, in the best of graces with Bravo. So to think that she's going to go and jump over just to another franchise, you know, a willy-nilly, um, I don't know about that. I mean, and everyone, there's no, you know, Beyonce said it best. Um, no one is irreplaceable. Um, if they you mean, had you mean, to you bring mean, in a truckload of women. You mean Neo said it best. You mean Neo said it best. <laughs> I mean, it just as uh, Nene had said, that they have to bring a truckload of women to replace her. If they have to bring a truckload of women, you are replaceable. You know, I, I don't think that anyone should be um, holding rank like that over people. I mean, and, and even though she's good for television, she has been the cause of negativity um, on the yeah, show. And the the of all the drama that happened, anything that was going on, she had something to do with it. Some kind of way. Yeah, but Nene brings, like, she, she's the reason that Atlanta Housewives was, like, the highest rated of the whole Housewives franchise. Pretty much. And she did get, she was the only one getting paid a million per season. So, I mean, if she wants to go to another, um, I don't know if she'll get paid the same amount, but, I mean, because Beverly Hills don't right. get the same ratings. But, like, who watches Beverly Hills? Like, I'm housewives of Beverly Hills. Come on now. Uh, as far as ratings, I don't have that memorized. Does even live in Beverly Hills? I haven't heard about that one. But it, I mean, at least it's not been on the chopping block to be canceled. I always say that. Like, uh, D.C., of course, immediately was. Uh, Florida or Miami um, was close to being canceled, and New York was close to being canceled. So at least <laughs> it's still on without any threat of being chopped, um, to my knowledge or from what I've seen. But do you think she could she could um, operate over there because she's been uh, been said to give advice to um, which one is it the one with the British voice? Um, I don't that one. So on the Beverly Hills Housewives, I can't think of her name. Um, she's the older conniving woman, and I see that I when they when it was revealed that Nene was giving her advice, I said it all makes sense now. Because she she shares that same Nene bitchiness, <laughs> just from a uh, richer Caucasian perspective. <laughs> I can't see Nene on uh, in Beverly Hills. Period. Much less on although but with a bunch of older white women from Beverly Hills. I don't see it. I just don't. You're from. Georgia, I, mean, I would like to see her try it. Like I mean, just like now, she's she's quitting for one season. She didn't say she's never going to come back. She said she wants to do something else. As and a I guest actually think, okay, yeah, maybe, maybe maybe be a guest appearance, like Sarah Jackson on Hollywood Divas. Be a guest appearance. Because they normally try people out, like they did. They tried that with Marlo, and nobody liked her. The cast didn't like her, which exactly. is why she didn't um, 
Speaking of Mark, come back. Like, I mean, it's weird. Like, like, like the woman. And it's Sheree coming, coming back on that Housewives, too, so we're going to see how that goes. We, we already heard that she's throwing water on Kenya Moore live. Kenya Moore? <laughs> Kenya Moore lies. Kenya Hormore. <laughs> the harlot of Atlanta. <laughs> She doesn't even live in Atlanta, so, so she doesn't even live in Atlanta. Like, Silicon booty. I, 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 heard, I, heard, I heard that in Atlanta it's like a very small circle. And like, no oh, one's ever seen booty. Kenya. Yeah. And no one's ever seen Kenya, the one that thinks she looks like Beyonce. <laughs> no. like, but listen, you know, I've been through Listen, I've been through this. I love Kenya. And, you know, I... I don't mind being lied to. Like, I always say that. I don't know. Yeah, I'm in a fake town, I guess. I mean, you know, mm-hmm. D.C., politicians, everybody lies. I don't mind being lied to. Just make it believable. <laughs> it doesn't bother me at all. And to be quite honest, you know, there were stories about her owing people all over L.A. and whatnot, and she needed to do something, you know, for, for a quick coin. So she made up this story and the boyfriend to come to Atlanta and, hey, you know, if that's what it takes to get your career back together, if you have to have a storyboard in your bedroom and every night you're going to write out what you're going to do for nine episodes to have a storyline, even though you're not running a business or you're not doing anything but meddling in other people every week while auditioning all over the place, if that's what it takes, hey, more power to you, you know, because it still takes money. She still had to have a little bit of something. To even pull my $20,000, uh, I won't uh, donate. So I'm just saying, what I'll tell you, that, if that's what it takes, you know, to get from point A to point B, I'm not going to knock the hustle. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, I, I, and I live for the underdog. Um, I, I always have. And, you know, if, I mean, if, if that's what it takes, then, you know, so be it. Jay, I understand that you are not a, uh, a fan of Team Twelve. Beyonce. <laughs> yes, Beyonce. No, Beyonce. I caught that shade. <laughs> I caught that. It's Beyonce. Rocky Road Pace. <laughs> I mean, even uh, trying to think, what is the, the Brandy? Brandy Glanville. She was talking about her on uh, on um, Brandy Glanville from the, she's the drunk. The resident drunk on Beverly Housewives. She's talking about Kenya and her attitude, and she just was like gesturing her face, and she's like, and just the, the dark, dark makeup. Because I do remember saying, and she's a model, like you know, she was. I mean, and she was on the first time on, um, uh, what's the show on, uh, whatever Bravo's or Watch What Happens Live, and. I knew it. I immediately checked her mentions. I checked her name, and everyone was talking about her makeup and being dark. And I was like, but if you're on a show like that, can't, can't you just put out a tweet for someone to do your makeup? Or maybe she got a bad one. I don't know. I mean, you know, it shouldn't be hard to get people to do stuff, but she could have gotten a, a bad amateur. I don't know. Um, uh, I, I think I don't Egypt know. She should lose her peach. That's all I'm saying. Egypt she should lose her peach. Say that again? She lost what? You think she should think, lose it? Yeah, Egypt should lose her peach. Oh, come on. She's been like the excitement. She doesn't even live in Atlanta. So? <laughs> hmm. 
So, so remember, um, nobody, Nini, nobody, Nini actually got guest bloggers for her for her site. I was like, okay, go Nini. And one of them was saying about her how she lived in Detroit. Nobody, but, but, nobody but, I, I don't buy that because I don't. I don't know. I'll say this: the blogger said she lived in Detroit, but she had a house in L.A. that she was selling. I remember she tried to sell it for. Something that you rented, but okay, go ahead. Well, wait, I, well, no, I'll say this. She had a house that was on the market. It was sold. I remember there was all these stories about it, you know, years ago. Um, she was trying to sell it for seven or 800000 and I think it actually sold for around five. Um, like, I've seen a listing, you know, that someone had posted of all the stuff that was in it. And it wasn't really a grand house. And knowing her, that's not something that she would totally brag about, which is why I believe that it was hers. And it was, you know, things were listed, accredited to her name at that address. Um, so anyway, she's trying to sell it for, you know, seven or eight, sold for five. Um, and so, you know, she came to Atlanta, I guess, take all that money, you know, pay people off, you know, fun a little bit in Atlanta because, you know, it's not hard to stunt down there. <laughs> you know, they some people do call it stunt city. Um, but does she really live in Detroit? I mean, uh, well, she definitely don't I, live in Miami. I don't, I don't think I'd, I don't know if I'd buy that. No, because I mean, Atlanta is a no, because Atlanta is a very small circle, and like nobody's ever seen very small, very very small, and nobody's ever seen Kenya before. Like even something that everyone else has seen, everybody else from Cynthia Holy, you've seen um, Portia, you've seen um, Phaedra and Apollo, or before he went to jail, and um, you've seen everybody else, but you've never seen Kenya. No. I mean, come on now. Apollo, Apollo. When I hear his name, all I can ever think of is that episode when um, Nene was teaching the girls exercise lessons, and Nene went and threw her legs up in the air and spread them open, and she was like, you know, come on, Phaedra, uh, you know, call him, Apollo, oh, Apollo. And I remember how weird and bizarre that was to see her calling the name of another woman. That's nothing Kenya is so delusional about when she tried to play that, tried to play the whole victim, like, oh, Phaedra said, I didn't want to think she was a whore. I'm like, bitch, we thought you were before she said that. We saw you flirting with Apollo from the very get-go, and y'all two were in the pool together and all that other shit, and you asked Phaedra, like, oh, who do, um, who would you, like, uh, what friend would you have a threesome with with, your, with Apollo or something like that? And I'm like, how did, how did Phaedra didn't give us that impression? You gave us that impression. So how the fuck are you playing victim? I mean, Phaedra, let me shut up. Cause Kenya kills <laughs> Kenya kills the fuck out of Oh, and you know, so hey, Nini may no longer be on the Real Housewives of Atlanta, and um, but that has not be stopped her from throwing shade. She I described the other women as being thirsty chicks. I mean, is that necessary? Can't you just go in peace? You know, you have money, you got your Trump check. You know, be happy. The fact that they're bringing Sheree back, though, I'm like, they should have brought Sheree back when Nene was on. Like, Are they really like, bringing you know, her back, though? Yeah, she's already, they, they've already... Well, Nene her. said that all the people who, um, all the rumors about all the people that they were bringing back, they were all lies. She said all lies. It's just to get people to tune in. And I know specifically called out Amaya Scott, and she said she will not have a peach. I'll tell you that. I'm not talking about her. I'm talking about Sheree. And Sheree, Sheree I remember the reporter that Sheree threw water on Kenya. Oh, that's right. Yeah, I forgot about that report. You're right. Yes. Yes. No, actually, I've been saying for the longest they needed to bring her back because not many people are capable of getting under her skin because she had just gotten to a point. I remember when she had to come back to Atlanta before. um, She just was, she was, you know, bitter about her career and she just was (laughs) 
fights the, with the, everybody the, else and just, just, you know, just making fun of all the other women. And, and I'm and hungry. She was totally the, the, being a bully. The, the, and I was the, like, the, okay, the, they need someone the, to knock her down a couple <laughs> notches. And the, the only the, two people who are capable of doing <laughs> such would be Kim and Sheree. Because you know, she completely lost it with those two. Remember Kim? She was like, we'll never be friends. Remember that when she got all up in her face? And uh, and Kim was like, what are you going to do? Pit me? And she said, I will. <laughs> Yeah, and yeah. then there was that famous look of shock <laughs> that she gave that went viral afterwards. Yeah. And yeah. Sheree can read. Okay, somebody needs to, you know, step up because, you know, she's been missing some coins lately. You know, fund her a little bit, a little something to get her up to par with the rest of the women just to get her through a season. Because, you know, the girl can play a role and she can read into the floor. Remember when she got into it with Marlo? That just, I mean, she had touched on something when she said, oh, you are returning stuff to Neiman's. That was it. The rest was completely inaudible. <laughs> Bonnie. Those two read each other for filth. So if they bring back Sheree, they need to bring back Marla. <laughs> and make sure that Nene is going to be a guest. Bonnie. Yes. <laughs> I'm, you've been talking about me this whole time and I'm just trying to talk <laughs> um, so yes uh, go ahead Jay keep going like really I'm just like, I'm just like calling like hello 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 okay, okay. <laughs> like I was trying to say okay before just snooty came at me I'm like talk over me anyway <laughs> I resent that name. I don't, because it's very fitting. But anyway, like I was trying to say. No, I say they, they should have brought Sheree back when Nene was still on it, because the only people that could ever read Nene was Kim and Sheree. <laughs> like, you remember when um, in the first the beginning of season four, when um, Nene and, and um, Sheree were talking about that scam artist? Like, you know, like, Sheree went and read the fuck out of Nene, and Nene had Nene one walking out and she like, Sheree and Kim, they both knew how to get Nene together. I mean, unlike this whole Kenya Morlis who really thinks that she'd be trying so hard, but it's like Nene always gathers you. Just like Phaedra. It's like Nene is definitely the queen of Atlanta Housewives when Sheree and Kim and all of them aren't on there. Yeah, they need, I mean, I think the, the original cast, like, with, with the exception of, you know, some of the others, like the, the big girl, remember her in church and her pastor? I don't remember her name. And I don't think anyone remembers her name. She's on Hollywood Divas now, thinking she's an actress or something of some sort, which is like... I did girl. not look at that. The big, the big woman? I keep calling yeah, I her that. Yeah, I definitely watch I love, um, Hollywood Divas, because yeah, I love Countess Vaughn, so, and, and Maya from Ghost Girl. I really want to, you know, I want to see, and it's just, I, I don't know why, I just, I just never looked. I, yeah, but you got Lisa yeah, you know, and hey, you know, Roger, et cetera, I can't. People, I mean, Lisa Wu, like, she's mm-hmm. the only one who has no resume. Like, you have Elise Neal, who's now on the Hugh League. You have Paula J. Parker from Hustle & Flow. You got Countess Vaughn, who's been on Moesha, the Parkers, all that. You got um, my, Golden Brooks has been on Girlfriends. But Lisa Wu, it's like, you, where, what has he done? I mean, and then Housewives is not really. Wasn't she a realtor? Yeah, I, I could be wrong. Okay, but I'm talking about what has he done, like, in acting. This is Hollywood Divas. Who cares about real estate? Right, right, right. I mean, that's just the first thing that comes to mind, as I recall, because this, I thought that she was, 
I don't know what that's about, but anyway, she was a realtor, and she, I don't know, they lost the house. They moved into their guest house, I think, something like that. Well, I don't know any, I don't, I'm not aware of her having a resume. You know they always have to throw somebody in there just for mm-hmm. the, the friggin', uh, well, can you, can you, can you just for the friggin' sake of it, remember, just like what's her name from Destiny's the... Child, who wouldn't even sing? Um, Savia. Remember her? Oh my gosh, yeah, what was looking like, what the fuck? Okay, well, now I see why Beyonce fired you. Now we, now we know why. Beyonce wouldn't be in Chelsea, you just can't look. You know, it's not so much that she was, that she was, that she wanted to be the star. I mean, the, she just was put up against non-star material, apparently. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Which reminds me, when Nene used to talk about, uh, um, Candy. Okay, Whitney Houston. <laughs> Candy, her voice is kind of annoying to me. I don't know why people think she can sing. I don't think she can. I don't, I'm, oh, I'm my God. Wrong. I don't know why all these girls I don't know one except here. Anyway, so. Even the producers shaded Candy. I remember the first time that she sang on the show, she was performing in a club, and they showed a sneak peek of the performance, and she... Um, was singing a cappella, and it, it automatically looked like it was going to be a disaster afterwards. That was how they intentionally set it up. And then the performance came, and it was perfectly fine. Shady. Oh, and I heard bad reviews about her, about her, about her, the bedroom candy, her sex toy store line or whatever. So I heard it was getting people blisters and stuff. I don't know how true that is, but people were, I heard, yeah, people were getting blisters and bleeding off of her sex toys and stuff, so. Well, wait a minute, wait a minute now. Which is probably hey. not talking about it. <laughs> wow, I don't, I don't know what to say. I don't, I don't think I've ever heard. I mean, I'm not. Forgive me for not being an adult toy aficionado. <laughs> I don't know. Well, I've never heard of a story of them giving um blisters. What? I mean, did they um, check the, the sexual history or the, the disease like history of the person who made the claim? <laughs> well, it was more than one person. Are you sure it was from like, the toy? I'm just saying. I don't know. Why it was more than one person, though. But I heard they were, like, very cheaply made or something like that, and that's why. <laughs> wow. You you really, you, you made me want to. I want to look into that one. <laughs> yeah. And, um... Lastly, did anyone hear Beyonce's new single? Well, first of all, did anyone, like, before I, 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 I mention it to you all, had anyone heard that she had a new single? Did I anyone know? Okay. I, I mean, someone had... It. it just doesn't blow up my feed like, it, like normally Beyonce would. Every time she does something, it blows up my feed, but this time it hasn't, so... Yeah, did, did no one like it or something? I mean, have we seen, like, responses? I haven't... Uh, I, I mean, like, I'm, I'm even on Google News and Bing. I don't see it topping anything, like topping the, you know, trending topics or any of that. I don't see people tweeting about it. Um, none of that. It's it's very it's very weird. It's this is definitely a new day in music when Beyonce no longer makes headlines. I've been saying so it for people years. Are, people are so not. Asked about Janet Jackson's comeback, obviously, because nobody seems to care about what Beyonce do you want to write about now, which I think is good, because I'm so sick of Beyonce. So, Janet Jackson, thank you, God, for coming back. Like, thank you. And I have always <laughs> said, 
I've always said that since um, Rihanna's umbrella, that Beyonce has played, has played second fiddle, that, um, you know, starting then, there were the three big women, of, or three big singles artists of um, Rihanna, Katy Perry, Gaga, and those three were taking over all the press. Rihanna made news every time she stepped out of the door in her clothes, and Beyonce's here in the T-shirt and jeans. Um, I mean, I think that I've consistently seen a decline in her celebrity since then. I mean, she's definitely, she's big. There's no, there's no denying that. She's clearly a bigger artist than all of them. But that doesn't mean that, I mean, you've earned your place. That doesn't mean that you are going to be the, the hottest thing talked about every day. I think that that well, day is long I mean, past. Beyonce is getting older. She's getting older now, so she's pretty much getting into the whole because her time is passing right along with Mariah and Janet and Britney Spears and all of them. She's getting into that category with okay, you're older now, so now the new girl, the younger girl's out now. So Beyonce, you're pretty much your hype is dying out. You're, I mean, you're past, you're like 33 now. Mariah and Janet, them like are still high at that age, but as soon as you hit that 40, you gonna be done. It'll be just like them, releasing music and it don't sell. I mean, Beyonce, I don't think they're actually not doing as good as Beyonce, Mariah and Janice were at, the, at her age. Because so. Mariah was still selling pretty good at that age. I mean, I also feel that you have to think about it. I mean, even though it was a big thing for her to do that secret iTunes release, that something, I mean, you would not the do that even if you had the chance to do a regular, I mean, a regular major um, release and it do well. You would not take that type of a risk if something was wrong. Um, I, I well, I mean, if you, think about, if you think about it, the, the, that that was actually a reason for her to actually try to sell more because if you notice, that all her albums sell less than the, than the previous one. So, and you know, four already struggled as it was. So she was not about to sell less than four. But it's like you, you can't yeah, I mean, so, of course, so you know, times. different so, format, and the story gets to be on how well this did. But not to mention, the way, you know, the way her release, her, her iTunes thing was sold was that you had to buy the whole album to even listen to anything. So Beyonce knew what she was doing. She forced people to buy that album pretty much. Because as she released it the way she released four, I probably would have sold less than four. I think I agree. Yep. No, the song itself. Go ahead. I didn't say nothing. (laughs) No, the the song itself, um, after listening to it, I could see why it wasn't um, talked about very much. Um, She's been going through this phase for years since the I Am album where she said that she's more, it's more to her than Sasha Fierce. And I'll never forget the, um, the reviewer who said, no one cares about Beyonce. We want Sasha Fierce. And that's how I feel. And, and it's, it's like it's a bipolar thing um, where, I mean, that, that album, that dual album of, you know, up-tempo Sasha Fierce and then Beyonce. Um, I mean, she even had to uh, ask the green light. What was, no, what was it green? Damn it, I don't remember. She was wearing a green dress. That was it. In some slow video that she had for that album that never um, – that video never materialized because it was that damn dry of a, of a song. She keeps saying that she wants people to know who she is, but the slower, more intimate songs tend to be boring. 
And I believe in the reviewer that people want Sasha Fierce. They don't want you. And the more she keeps trying to, to shove it down our throats, the worse it gets. I mean, like with the Ave Maria that she had on one of her tour DVDs, like I actually laughed at. It just went on for so long, and then she started singing in, uh, I don't know what language. I'm not going to embarrass myself and sing guess. I forgot. Please don't. Italian, I think. Um, And I was just like, really? How long is this going to go on? I still say Dropping Matthew, the Beehive can say what they want. Dropping Matthew was her worst decision ever. Dropping him? Yeah, when she fired him for whatever reason, because she cheated on her mama, whatever, because he had a baby, I don't know. Either way, that was was the worst business that she ever made was Dropping Matthew Knowles. That, and I don't like her being used for her husband's failed streaming music service by being an example um, when he goes around saying, hey, artists aren't making enough money. Artists aren't getting a large enough percentage, and you need to uh, sign up for my music service and pay double what you would everywhere else because the artists aren't getting enough. Well, boo-hoo, forgive me for not being... For feeling sympathetic for someone worth five hundred million dollars who isn't making enough money. Oh, I really feel sorry for you. Not. It's the stupidest argument ever. And for him to keep saying it, and then he would go out and, and bash black people for supporting Apple and and um. See, all see, and this is where I go into what this is where I go with Nicki when Nicki Minaj said about us when she compared her, like she said that oh Taylor Swift, um, she dragged um. Title. I mean, Apple Music, and we got praise. We um, black girl release um, title, and we get dragged. I'm like, well, Taylor Swift's thing about you know getting paid was not overcharging her people. That's what y'all were are doing. Y'all overcharging us just so y'all can get paid. That was, Taylor Swift just wanted to get paid. She didn't say overcharge us or take away our trial. She just said, I want to get paid while they're on trial. That's all she. That's all she said. So I can, I can I can agree with Taylor Swift. I mean, the black people can call me a cool and all they want to. I'm not just signing with her because she's white. I'm signing with her because she, um, Taylor Swift's idea of getting paid was not to overcharge us. I mean, black okay, Jay Z. The, the best way you can, you can come up with a game paid was to overcharge us black people. But you're mad because we're not going to let you do that. You sound fucking stupid. You are worth six hundred twenty-five million fucking dollars. Are you serious right now? Because, bitch, when I'm fucking hungry after I give you that twenty-five dollars, are you going to fucking donate? Are you going to give me some money? Are you going to wire me some money at Western Union? Nope, didn't think so, so shut the fuck up. I'm not going to contribute to the Blue and YV Fund. I'm not going to contribute to that. I'm not feeding that. I'm not giving you that no money for, your, for that damn child, especially when you came and combed her hair. I'm just saying. Sorry to mm. say. Sorry. Goodbye now. Bye. I'm not contributing to Beyonce and those tired-ass, musty-ass leotards. Really? The bitches of TNT won that same leotard since 2008. <laughs> that same leotard since 2008. <laughs> Come on. Beyonce and those musty leotards. Yeah, and you, you know how she can't, and she can't wear the butt pants with the uh, with the with the the onesies. And and then she just had that festival uh, the day after her birthday. You know, me and her got the same birthday. It was the day after her birthday. She did that festival, whatever the fuck it was called. And then everyone was saying, so I saw a thumbnail. I don't watch. It. I saw a thumbnail. She had a leotard with these blue boots on. I'm like, is she still wearing a leotard? Okay, I'm like, I wouldn't even bother watching. I'm like, I wouldn't even bother. Because it's the same shit over and over again. The same shit. <laughs> I mean, like, like, I don't know why her fans are so war- they feel they're so warranted in trying to drag Jan Jackson's new tour. 
And I'm, but I'm like, okay, but Beyonce, y'all been saying the same shit since 2003, and y'all talking shit about Janet Jackson. Really, really, yeah. Okay. I mean, Janet's the original. I wish about, her. I hope Mariah Carey has no voice no more. Okay, well, at least you know she's giving us something different. She's giving us new music, and she gives us something new, and she gets on stage a new outfit or something. That's the beginning of the same outfit ever since 2008. And you got the nerve to come from Mariah Carey's vocals. That's fine. At least I'm getting something brand new when I watch Mariah. I mean, hello. I mean, her voice may not be what it used to be, but hey. I'm, I'm more entertained watching Mariah than I am Beyonce. Cause again, if I want to see Beyonce, I just watch three concerts ago. It's the same shit. Come the fuck on, the same twerking, the same. And I know Chloe Bryant twerk better than Beyonce. Come the fuck on, you are. Oh, not fuck, comparing right? Beezus to Rats. How dare you? Beezus, okay. The yeah. Church of Beezus. That's right. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, that's your business. Last for me, I know, I know. God forgive me. So uh, the song, uh, pretty underwhelming. Um, Running, lose it all. Um, it sounded kind of like um, I don't know. Rihanna had that slow song that she did recently where she was singing in the bathtub that was really popular. It kind of sounds like that. I could maybe see it being. A pop hit, maybe. Um, but it was just, it was just too boring, and I, I just, I hate those songs. Rihanna's time from her. Be seems to be fading her, her dance stuff because her last two songs haven't went number one like they normally do. So it seems like Rihanna's fading away too, but she, she her consistency has stopped. And you know, she has this album that's not that just this make believe album. When the she fuck is all right coming out? When the fuck is that coming out already? She did make. She did say that it, she made a statement on it. She finally addressed it, and I believe her words were that it's coming. You know, I mean, but when? I, I mean, we're talking about this for like two years now. Like when? That's and you know, coming that's soon. coming soon was wrong. coming is subjective. You know, remember Timbaland said, "Was it Timbaland? No, I'm confusing him with Dr. Dre. His album was coming. It was coming since 2000. It just came." And then he canceled it, actually. He finally came out with an album 15 years later. And how much does it sell? You know, I don't want her to be Mariah's age by the time she finally releases another album. Come on, come on, Riri. Who's going to care about Rihanna? Riri's forehead on Mariah's age. Get it together. What is this You know, give us a little something. You know, what is this uh, try and sing Hero for us again. For all time. forehead on her? Riri's forehead on her, yep. <laughs> it's time for me to go eat. You never heard that one? <laughs> no, but I call her I call her the Salvation Army. Yeah. Oh, the Salvation Army. Yep, that's a read. Another episode of the PopGlitz.com Entertainment Podcast. This show is sponsored by VM3 Media, your go-to destination for all your communication and media needs with a decade of experience. I am your host, Giovanni Brusto, the media mogul and owner of PopGlitz.com. I would like to thank today's panelists. Chris, thank you for joining. I'm so honored. Chris. <laughs> I'm so, so honored. Thank you, and I would like to thank Jay. Thank you for um, joining us today. It was a pleasure to be here. Likewise, and tune into PopList.com for the latest in celebrity news. Thank you. <laughs>